Hello there, you're listening to the Park Crush Podcast. This is a theme park podcast. I'm Tom. Joining me as ever is Josh. Hello there. Hello there, Josh. How's it going? Good, thank you. Yourself? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. Still a bit miffed that we got stood up for the cinema last night, Josh. Truly disgraceful scenes. Yeah. Disgraceful, disgraceful scenes. One of these days, one of us is going to stand up the other for this podcast. And then what will happen? <laughs> that's it. That's Truly it. the end of days. End of time, that is. Truly yeah. the end of days. Thankfully, though, it's not happened this week. Not this week, no. Or for the next three, because we're doing three episodes today. Yeah. <laughs> Can't think of anything better to do with our limited free time than just do more podcasts. Yeah. We do three this week. It means that everyone gets the vitally needed... Park Rush podcasts, then we can also go do other things with our lives. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Have we got any emails this week, Josh? Any correspondence? Uh, honestly, I haven't checked. You haven't checked. I've got a new you, phone. You haven't worked out how to do it on your new phone. <laughs> got a new phone. <laughs> haven't added the email address to my new phone yet. Ah. Oh. Uh, All right. Well, fair enough. Yeah. Well, Sorry, folks, if you have emailed. If in. you have emailed, we don't know about it. We'll get to it in the three weeks time. Yeah. I mean, if you sign in now, we'll get an email in time for the show because it'll be like, was this you signed yeah. in on? <laughs> Um, anyway, this week, Josh, we are uh, riding on the back of another podcast, <laughs> basically, uh, for our main topic of discussion this week, uh, a, a video that came from the Park Stop podcast team. When I say team, it's like one lady, yeah, uh, Alicia Stella, who has shared some information about Universal's Epic Universe, which is Universal's uh, third slash fourth gate coming to Orlando in 2023. It's a fourth to Universal. It's a third to Josh. Yeah. And he feels very strongly about that. We've done an episode before about what we think the lands are going to be based on leaks and rumours and inside information and also tallying that with the little amount of concept art that Universal have put out and lands like uh, Classic Monsters and a new Wizarding World are among those that have been identified. Another is uh, Super Nintendo World, which uh, has been confirmed this week, not in the most sort of grandiose of fashion. It was basically like a Comcast earnings call. Yes. Um, and they basically said, yeah, Super Nintendo World is coming to Epic Universe when that opens in 2023. So it's good to finally have that confirmed. But one of the lands that hasn't been confirmed or talked about yet, but that is being widely reported on is a... How to Train Your Dragon Land, known as World of Dragons. Ooh. Sounds like it could be pretty cool yeah. based on the I'm information in this video. Obviously, we, we've uh, been over the rumours like when they first opened the park and they released the uh, uh, kind of visuals. Yeah, the first announced the park. Yes, yes. sorry, yes. First. And that would be a scoop if, if it was open, yeah. if we were the first to reveal this. It's open, folks. Yeah, get uh, your ass down there. Before people start to work it out. We were kind of guessing, I guess there was the rumours out there at the time were... There's no guessing here, Josh. No. It's uh, all, we deal in fact and fact alone. Guest emotions. Yeah. Yes. Uh, that it was going to be How to Train Your Dragon. Mm. Favourite of ours. Yes. I, I think How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World, will probably end up being really overlooked at all the award shows. Yes. Award ceremonies because, I mean... For, for me, at least, it was the best of the kind of big budget um, animated films yep. from 2019. I, I think I, I preferred it to Toy Story 4. I preferred it to Frozen 2. Yep. I 
preferred it to Missing Link, if that counts in that sort of category of sort of relatively. I mean, it's kind of, a, I guess it's a studio film. I think it actually won the Golden Globe, Missing Link. Really? Yeah, I think so, yeah. It wasn't that good. Yeah, no. It like, was fine. It was all right. It looked great, I guess, yeah. if that's the primary reason to, if that's the kind of primary thing they look to when, you know, judging animated films, then fair enough, I guess. But I didn't think it was... Leica's best work or not not even close no. um, uh, but yeah I really liked How to Train Your Dragon The Hidden World I think yeah, it, it capped off that trilogy brilliantly a really nice ending uh, and kind of refreshing in a way to sort of just end the story and be like yeah, well, the, I mean, there's probably going to be more How to Train Your Dragon in future but this particular story of Hiccup and uh, uh, toothless yes. is pretty much is kind of ended very nicely it did very by nice. far better than Game of Thrones in terms of how to end things with dragons oh boy yes. so it was Fuck nice superior yeah and they probably would have been around the same time so it was quite the juxtaposition there yeah but um, I think we've talked before kind of how much do kind of the kids of today resonate with how much does How to Train Your Dragon resonate with them and maybe more significantly how much could it resonate with them in you know four or five years time when this park opens or you know three years time when the park opens but also beyond that when yeah. the park's you know five, six, seven, eight years old and How to Train Your Dragon is still there do you think it's the kind of franchise that has the staying power of a Toy Story or of a you know I was going to say Shrek I'm not sure that's I mean Shrek is obviously still got a big presence at a lot of the Universal Parks, even though it's kind of been a, a non-entity within yeah. Hollywood for quite some time now. And also, like, I liked Peak Shrek. Peak Shrek, Shrek was, its peak was pretty good. But I do think How to Train Your Dragon in terms of, like, creating a, a mythos. And I know it's based on some children's books, but in terms of creating its kind of own universe and its own mythos, I think kind of does a better job than Shrek, which is very much, you know, parodying a lot of fairy tales that you already know. Yeah, 100%. Um, How to Train Your Dragon, I think, in terms of uh, a theme park land rather than just a single attraction, probably has more potential than Shrek. But, yeah, uh, I'd be curious to know how How to Train Your Dragon is perceived in, like, 10 years' time. Yeah, I think it depends on how it resonated with kind of people of the generation of the first one right kind i guess of. so so the first one was 2010 i think yeah so you think kids who would have seen it then who were maybe between the ages of six and ten will now be either sort of getting close to finishing school or yeah. at university yeah um which is scary but so yeah, in a similar position with how to train your dragon three to what i guess we would have been with toy story three yeah uh but i guess you know the difference being toy story three was you know in terms of what those characters went through, it was almost tailor-made for people who were of an age, uh, of the age that Andy was. Yeah. Uh, Headstone Dragon, you know, not quite so, not quite such strong correlation, I guess, and the, between I the characters guess... and the audience in that sense. But yeah, still about, you know, learning how to sort of say, say goodbye to something, I guess, by the end. Yeah. And, you know, Toy Story, obviously, we all had the, you know, we all play with our action figures. Yes. So- Figure, you know, toys, that sort of anything else. Um, and to have them come to life is kind of what we dreamed of as kids. Yes. So, you know, bringing that to life in the Toy Story films was... I must admit, you know, iconic. I'm not a, I'm not averse even now, Josh, uh, to buying stupid childish merchandise as, we, we, as, we, <laughs> as we well know. And there's some good toothless merch to be had, I've got to say. No, there's not. <laughs> yes, there is. Uh, but I, I have resisted thus far. 
But who knows? If there's like an amazing House of Train Your Dragon store in this new land, maybe I'll. I'm looking forward to all of these crap you come back from Japan with. Well, yes. I mean, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, it could be. It could be quite something. I mean, I'm spending the next three months trying to talk myself out of buying a goddamn lightsaber in Batu, but I, whether or not I have any success with that, I don't know. When's that? May? Is that April? April. April, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm going in April. So madness. What I don't a, know how mad... long the lightsabers are. I don't think you can sort of. I don't think they um, collapse into the handle like some of the ones I had as a kid, which were kind of a cheaper plastic, and they had a little latch on the handle. You flick it down yeah. so that the, the blade would collapse into the handle. Made it a lot more portable. It did. That's whereas true. these more expensive ones, I, I think they're just the whole thing. Can you take on thing. a plate? Like, that's, that's my worry. I don't know. I know you get a nice carrying case. Oh, lovely. But whether or not it will fit in our luggage or it will have to come in as its own separate thing, I don't know. I'd imagine at this point the, the fine airport security people in Orlando are probably quite used to people bringing home like the stupidest bullshit <laughs> because yeah tourists are probably there at least partially for the theme parks yeah. and plenty will I'm sure try to come home with some really dumb nonsense you're living a kind of high life over the next few months aren't you I am yeah. I've worked out that over the course of the next five months I'm abroad every month for a period of time which is pretty good going yeah and I've still got some leave left I could go I could make it six it's alright for some that's that's mad yeah and they will all involve theme parks and they're not (laughs) none of them are cheap holidays either no no I guess not I mean I I like to think I've done I've I've You've maximised Yeah, I, I've, value. I've done some good sort of bargain hunting, yeah. but it's relative. You David know, Dickinson I, was involved. And yeah, I'm not going to like... All bagging. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm not going to like Wales. Uh, no. Put it that way. But go to uh, I'm Megaphobia. Also, I'm also not going to the Grand Floridian when I go to oh, that's true. Disney World or yeah. whatever. Anyway, How to Train Your Dragon. Yes. That's what Sorry, we're here yeah. to mostly talk about. So again, just to clarify, this is all from a uh, video from... Park Stop, which you can see on their YouTube channel. So the name of this land apparently will be World of Dragons. Yeah, World of Dragons. And uh, there are details about the various attractions that will be going on here. Sounds like the uh, Piste de la Resistance. So what is that? The Piste de Resistance. Okay. I added a le yeah. for dramatic effect. Yeah. I don't know what that actually translates to when it's got a de and a le. Oh, yeah. I think it's maybe coming. they're both the but maybe like different gender pronouns or something, like German. Um, sure. You know, like der, die, das. Isn't, I don't know, I feel like the der is like of. Oh, in uh, in, in piece de resistance. Yeah. Piece of resistance. So what's the le? Is that the? Yeah. So I've said the piece of resistance. Yeah. Just maybe not in the right I also don't think it's peace and resistance either, but. Oh. But it's from Lego. It's from the Lego Movie. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, is that not what the thing is? It's, a, it's the piece of resistance. No, but sure. Anyway, yeah. What I mean to say by the piece de resistance is the best ride, <laughs> or the, the 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 show the showpiece. Yes, it's gonna gonna be a roller coaster. Yes, don't know what it's called yet. So park stop slack in here, quite frankly. But it sounds like it's going to sort of encircle a large portion of the of the land. Yeah, looking like the like north east of the land. Mm. 
or north northeast yeah yeah uh with uh, a few indoor or inside sections similar to hagrid at yeah. islands adventure how much will be going on in now i don't know if it's going to be sort of if the if the if the coaster is going to kind of slow down and stop and there you know there will be kind of show elements or if it will be more of like a I don't know, like a barnstormer situation where there is an indoor section technically, but it, you know, it's just for kind of there's nothing going on in there yeah, really. It's I feel just like at this, set dressing at this point, you've got to do the proper story elements, right? I guess so because Hagrid has set such high standards for that kind of thing, yeah. and, and even going back further, you know, you think of stuff like the Mummy. You know, Universal yeah. been doing some good storytelling within their roller coasters for quite some time. I mean, I guess technically Gringotts is a roller coaster to an extent. Technically, yeah. I know you're not a fan. <laughs> um, and it will be interesting as well how far they push this one, I guess, because I remember when we didn't know really anything about Hagrid other than that they were building a roller coaster. It was very much being pitched as a family coaster, and I yeah. think it ended up being quite a bit more intense than people had anticipated. And I think in terms of height restriction, it still classifies as a family coaster. Yeah. You know, kids can go on it. It doesn't know, go upside Relatively down. small kids. But, you know, it's fast. There are multiple launches. Yep. There's a backward section. Yeah. And there's a drop. There's a, there's a drop section. track. Yeah. So, you know, it's probably a, about as intense as you could probably make it and still pitch it as a, as a you know, a kid-friendly ride. Yeah. Obviously, I don't see how to train your dragon going that far just because of the source material. But I'd be curious to see still just how far they would be willing go, to go push the it. other way. What, what do you mean? Just go hardcore, <laughs> like, like ten inversions. Like Kumba. Yeah, <laughs> that would be pretty funny. Actually, yeah. I could go for that. But uh, I mean, I remember when we were talking about the potential of how to train your dragon, and we were, th- you know, I think you came up with a a ride that would be. You know, potentially a a, a water hybrid, like yes. a water ride hybrid, especially yeah. if you took into account some of the cool scenery in the hidden world specifically. But this, I guess, was going to be, um, I mean, one would have to imagine the theming for this would be you're riding on the back of a dragon. It would yeah. make sense. Uh, from the artwork, from the yeah. concept work, uh, it does look like you go under the water at some point. Right. Um, but it looks like it's quite a short period of time. Through a, through a tube, I assume. Through you don't tube, have to hold yeah. your breath. <gasps> it'll be, it'll be uh, like like <sighs> like the brilliant uh, dolphin plunge at, Aqu- at Aquatica. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. There's never been any goddamn dolphins in that <laughs> in that pool. It's a scam. It's a total oh, scam. It's a grey blur. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was definitely a dolphin. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there is, based on the... Um, the sort of planning uh, designs that have come out. Uh, the track look like, looks like it's splits at a point. I mean, this might just be a kind of operational thing to, uh, you know, create multiple loading areas. Yeah, that's uh, what I would It's unlikely assume. that it's kind of a ride element, yeah. but I guess we'll wait and see on that. Uh, and in terms of theming, I, I think the cool thing about it kind of zigzagging through parts of the land is that the, the land will have a kind of, a bit of kinetic energy about it that yeah. should be quite fun and I think one of the areas that the coaster kind of zooms past is a, a kids play area so yeah it sounds like this is going to be quite a dynamic land you know when you walk in and you kind of you know you pan your eyes across it there should be quite a lot going on by yeah. the sounds of it which is cool um, I'm going to guess obviously we're assuming it's kind of fairly, fairly family friendly yeah. So I'm going to go with maybe we don't have a lie down coaster, like a oh, like Manta, like Manta or Air. 
Right, yeah. Um, we'll probably have a kind of a standard sit-down uh, with a floor coaster, I would say. Yeah. Would be my assumption. Yeah, probably. Um, that's the most family-friendly, at least. Mm. Um, um, we'll have to wait and see, though. Obviously, uh, we don't have what type of coaster details it is. No, no, certainly not. Another ride that's um, detailed in the video is something that I can't pronounce. I tried to type it. I tried to write it down when it was said. And the, the, the best I got was a Gistlauscher. A Gerstelauer. A Gerstelauer. Is that yeah. what you're going for? Yeah. Is that true? Is that right? Yes. Do you know for a fact that that yeah, is they, correct? Yeah, they make roller coasters. Okay. So I was uh, a bit off with my Gistlauscher. Uh, the Eurofighter roller coaster, which is uh, Saw the Ride at Fort Park, is oh, a Gerstelauer. Okay. Right. Gerstelauer Eurofighter. Okay. Yeah. I mean, this looked kind of like sandstorm. Yeah, you've got you, you, it's kind of a central kind of pole that spins with multiple arms yeah, cu- coming off of, it. Uh, angle. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, seating at the end of each of these claws. Yes, and they all spin. Yes. And then the difference with this one, though, is that you also have control over how much your individual uh, seat spins. seat spins. So it's kind of sandstorm meets teacups. Yeah, I know we've both come at this at totally different angles. You said. Oh, it's made by the people behind Saw the Ride. Yes. And I've gone for, oh, it's Sandstorm meets the teacups. <laughs> uh, I guess, yeah, it's um, a, a similar-ish ride to it would be Samurai at Thought Park. Right. Um, uh, as a sort of UK sort of reference point. Um, but, yeah, you, you, it seems like the examples that are available are kind of uh, planes, uh, so you can control planes and do kind of mm-hmm. barrel rolls and stuff in the air. Yeah. So you're, I would guess you'd change that into... A dragon. A dragon. Maybe like you'll like be a, on a, a baby dragon like a or baby something. baby dragon, yeah. Yeah. Like the ones in House of Training Dragon 1. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. I hear this is a House of Training Dragon world. Yes. <laughs> speculating in this. It's dragons. Um, but yeah, this looked to me like the kind of, you know, it's pitched as a kid's ride, but they're... I could, I think I'd find this kind of weirdly terrifying and thrilling. I mean, there, there's a there's a ride at Bush Gardens. I return to Bush Gardens again. I'm pretty sure it's still there. It's in the Jungala section. I can't okay. remember what it's called now, but it, to all intents and purposes, it's Doctor Doom for kids. Okay. And I, I find that surprisingly terrifying. Huh. Yeah. And I'm kind of getting that kind of vibe off this. Like, okay, this is a kids ride. Yeah. But I don't know what is it. It looks like something that could quite easily make you feel quite sort of dizzy and out of out of touch with reality, just a bit all over the place. <laughs> I've never ridden something like this before. I don't know if you have. Uh, well, I've done I've done Samurai, which is not quite the same, right? Um, but that has pretty mad. And we move on to a, a Max Splash Battle Interactive boat ride. Yeah, which. Yeah, I, I don't know how much space this would take up in the land. I don't know how. So there's one f- at Legoland, Orlando. Okay, already. Um, so what we're talking Orlando, here is, is it a fairly sort of static body of water with just loads of like rafts. Yeah, basically. With uh, do you stand up on it or? Uh, yeah, from my understanding. Uh, so it's a. It'll be like a kind of a Viking ship-esque shape. Yeah. Because it's House of Strange Dragon, obviously. But then there'll be cannons on it, either side that are water cannons, and you just pump them. They fire no. water. Fair enough. And you can f- you can fire at, you fire at targets. Um, I don't know if there'll be like a score tracking or not. 
or it just might just be you know it's water so just fire it's mm. all good fun um and you'll be able to fire at other boats that are on the track separate blur and people that are standing on the shore that are also shooting you uh, you can shoot at them as well uh, which is good you know Popeye uh, yeah I was about to say that's the worst part about Popeye is when all those goddamn kids press the button on yeah. top do you have to pay to do that yeah, yeah the, the, do. the good thing is is that it's a timing thing because where you're pressing the button isn't necessarily where the water comes out right so you have to be timing it right um, there's sometimes a delay and stuff so it's like a bit of a game so there's probably like kids who are, who are like experts at the, Pop- oh, yeah. the Popeye water cannons yeah like I, I, when best to press the button to, to soak people I stood there and watched a bloke an adult full grown adult do it and just get like boat well he's boat been doing perfectly. it for like 20 years yeah, when he first went in 99 he was like 4 yeah. and he couldn't get it right and now he's 24 and he's an expert yeah, nailing it yeah. yeah it reminds me of when I was uh, I did Men in Black last year yeah and uh it was just it was me i think it was just me my mum and my sister that day and there was a, a kid next to me in the front row i don't know how old he was probably about eight and you know he was quite sort of casual in the way he was shooting i ham it up when i'm on men in black I'm oh yeah like, bang bang and you know i'm i'm really going for it yeah you gotta get all into it yeah, yeah. I, it's like i'm in a movie whereas this kid next to me was very relaxed the about kid it with the just sort physics of, books yeah whatever you know I, I wasn't anticipating, you know, huge scores. And then I looked over at the end and he had, I couldn't count that high, Josh. It was what? absolutely mad. And uh, he gave me a load of tips at the end. Oh. Yeah. So I just imagine how good he'll be in 20 years. Yes. You know, could be quite impressive if he keeps coming back. But he'd clearly done it a lot because he knew, you know, the the aliens you want to focus on to get the high scores and the exact moment to press the red button and stuff. I was I was blown away, honestly. It was like being coached. That is my that's my shooter of choice. I think it probably is mine as well. I do really like Midway Mania. I'm not sure if that counts as a shooter. Uh I like Midway Mania, I'm really good at that as well. Yeah, I prefer Men in Black to Buzz Lightyear for, um, for certain. Yeah. But um, I, I do like Midway Mania. Uh, I've not nephew, done it for a while. My though. nephew, as we've mentioned, is an absolute boss at the Buzz Lightyear one. Oh, is he? Yeah. Right. He got. A, yeah, I think you have mentioned that. He got too high of a score. What, what does that mean? Uh, so like he maxed out the... Yeah, the max is 999,999. And he, and he got if that? If you get that, it just flashes. Oh. So you can't get a higher score. That's, how old is he again? Uh, he's 11. All oh, right. Yeah. How many times has he done it? Uh... So he's been to Paris once and he's been to Orlando twice. That's very impressive. Yeah. It's obviously natural talent. Yes. He's going to end up in the Marines. Yeah, you know, like uh, uncle, like nephew. <laughs> uh, finally, in terms of attractions, uh, in a weird way, I'm most excited for this. I wasn't aware, and this is again speculation, of course, but there's what looks to be a big kind of stage type building. Theatre. Theatre, yes. When was the last time I even went? I don't know when the last time I went to an actual theatre. It might have been. Really? Yeah. Wow. So I genuinely don't know. I went I went to see The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe at Sadler's Wells when I was about eight. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a long time ago. Yeah. And I saw there was a Lord of the Rings musical in London for a little while. It was really bizarre. Yeah, I bet. I, uh, that I doesn't did, seem like a thing that I'd actually want to go see. No, no. It was it was not the optimum way to experience no. Lord of the Rings. <laughs> not at all. Anyway, however, you know what stage show I would like to see, Josh? The 
How to Train Your Dragon Live Spectacular Show. Yes. Apparently it's it tours. It is touring. Uh, the States and could have a permanent home at Fantastic Worlds. Orlando. Presumably a kind of abridged version of it, kind of like how the Lion King Animal Kingdom is inspired by the Broadway show, but obviously isn't the whole thing and also not identical. Yes. But, you know, they certainly uh, pitch it as being, you know, a bit of the Broadway show that you can enjoy yeah. while you're in the park. So I'd imagine they'll they'll kind of pitch this similarly if this is indeed what this auditorium ends up being used for. Yeah. Uh, and just looking at footage of the live show at the moment, the puppeteering... Looks absolutely amazing. Unbelievable. Those dragons are hefty. Yeah. That's incredible. Like, the work that's gone into them is insane. Yeah. I highly recommend, if you're not familiar with the House to Train Your Dragon live spectacular show, uh, to, to look it up. Because, yeah, yeah it's absolutely crazy. And um, the, the opportunity to see that a couple of times a day at the theme park, I think, would be awesome. Yeah. And uh, you could imagine them putting on a pretty cool parade with some of those kinds of puppets oh, as imagine. well. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's lots of potential uh, for for that. So, yeah, I I think it, I think this land actually has really good potential. There's what's important I think is that there seems like there's going to be good variety between each of the attractions. It sounds like sounds like as well the land is going to be themed to the Isle of Burke. Yeah, uh, not the hidden world. Or, uh, or New Burke from you, the you end. You missed a ride there, Tom. Have I? Yeah. What have I missed? There's a uh, soaring-esque ride coming as well. Oh, is there? Rumours suggest. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Um, Sorry. Where there's going to be a screen in front of you. Right. And below you. Oh. Uh, and you'll ride on the back of a dragon. Is that not kind of like how Forbidden Journey works, where you're kind of flying back to the castle and that kind of thing? Is there not... Like, if you look down, you uh, see kind of the, the lake around the castle, right? Yeah, oh. I guess so. I guess I guess that's one big screen, is it? I don't really know how the tech works in that uh, in that particular ride when it comes to the screen. Forbidden Journey is the one in Hogwarts, right? Yeah. Uh, that's kind of crazy because that's obviously on a cougar arm, isn't it? So mm. um, it's potentially a screen below you as well. Projection mapping, yeah. Um, so this one... Uh, I guess it's going to be a, the Universal's Soaring or Universal's Avatar. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, I'm looking forward to doing Avatar And you'll be again. flying on the back of a dinosaur, blimey, a dragon, and you'll go through, uh, I guess, you, this, this might be where you see the, uh, you go underneath the water into the hidden world. Uh, on this ride see the dolphins see the dolphins yeah from some of the patents that Universal put in it looks like you might be in the laying down position as well huh which would be interesting yeah for sure uh, so that is World of Dragons that is World of Dragons and as I say Isle of Burke would appear to be the setting yes so that will be I guess Isle of Burke was the main base in the first two films and the start of the third one yeah. So it's probably still the most recognisable kind of environment yeah. from the from the movies. Although because because of how how, tra- how to train your dragon works, there's not lots of time spent in Burke. No. So No, you're right. Uh, anyway, yeah. moving on to more universal news, but in this instance it's confirmed. It's official. Well, I think well, we've known for a while that there was a Secret Life of Pets ride being built at Universal Studios Hollywood. Now we know it's opening in the spring 
It's a dark ride that will cast park visitors as stray puppies, Josh. You ready for this official line from Universal? <sighs> Get hyped. Have you seen The Secret Life of Pets? No. No, me neither. The innovative ride will blend live, dimensional and animated characters with hyper-realistic media and projection mapping to fully immerse guests in a bustling New York City landscape seated within ride vehicles that resemble cardboard boxes reminiscent of where Katie first finds her beloved Max. Oh, as a yeah, puppy. Katie and Max. My favourite characters yeah. in cinema. Guests will travel along a track towards the pet adoption event and the ultimate happy ending, Forever Homes. That sounds terrible. <laughs> I mean, it is sort of vintage thing park PR spiel, isn't it? We've got innovative, hyper-realistic, immerse. It's everything you'd want from a this, ride, This Josh. is the story. This is, isn't this basically the story that lots of Hugging Bear gives to the toys when they arrive? That... Everything's going to be great, and you're going to find your forever homes, but then it turns out you're actually going to get beaten up by kindergarten kids. <laughs> That's yeah. what this story is. Is that what this sounds like to yeah. you? You're sceptical. You see right through this. Yeah. You think you think that the ride's going to take a dark turn before the end, and you don't find your forever home? Yeah. Oh, it's the incinerator. Spoilers, everybody. So, something I find kind of strange about this now... Everything. Theme parks to me always used to be a place where you go to experience things that you couldn't possibly experience at home or anywhere yes. else. Yes, from kind of start to finish. So I mean, clearly, you, you clearly that is still the case for certain rides. Like you know, you can't go on a roller coaster in your own home. I hate well, to break speak it to for yourself. you. But, well, look, I know you've built one in the back garden, but it's not really that impressive from what I can see. Oh. Uh, There's an underground section. Oh, is there? Fair yeah. enough. All right, I haven't seen. It goes that. into the pond. Okay. <laughs> Can you see the fishes? It's you? got dolphins. Or does it go fast? Go by too fast. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like there's certain technology that sort of 15, or 5, 10, 15 years ago, you would have thought, oh, that's kind of, you could only possibly do that in a theme park. You think of, you know, the, the concept of virtual reality or augmented reality or, uh, you know, the, the, the cool projection effects in the Haunted Mansion where ghosts are projected into your car and that kind of thing. Um, it all felt very like, oh, I can't possibly have this experience anywhere else. Whereas, you know, one of the key things they're pitching in this ride is how the guests will be transformed into animals themselves. Yes. And all that makes me think of what, like an Instagram filter? Like, is yes. that where we're at now? Well, I feel like... No, Tom, not an Instagram filter. A Snapchat filter. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I'm not that down with the kids. Come you see. on, Can you not look like make yourself look like a dog on Instagram? Yeah, you probably can these days. Well, it started on Snapchat. I'm pretty sure you can even do it on um, Facebook. I don't have Facebook well, anymore. But you've got Animojis as well, haven't you, I guess? Have you done one of those yet no, since you've got not. your new phone? Why not, Josh? Not you can turn yourself into a talking shark. Well, exactly. That's great. That's the exact reason I'm not doing it. Oh, man. You're no fun. But, yeah, I was like, oh, okay. I mean, is that is that is that worthy of being kind of a bullet point in the... The get hyped press releases. Oh, and you can make yourself look like a dog. <laughs> I mean, well, I don't know. Apparently, I'm sure it'll yes. be fun when it happens, but it, it just feels like I kind of want more from a theme park. So you shouldn't be making a big deal out of something that I can do, probably to a less impressive extent, but still on my phone. Like, I want theme parks to, yeah, to uh, keep well, up and, and sort of, you know, almost create experiences that I don't know I want. Uh, 
Robert Niles of Theme Park Insider mm. su- suggests that it's similar technology to what they're doing at the new Legoland in New York. Oh, yeah, we talked about that, where they'll transform you into a minifig. Yes. Mm. Um, I, I don't know. It's so kind this, of cool, so this, I guess. So but. this might not be a case of just putting a puppy filter over your face. It might be a case of you, you're looking at, you know, the, a screen or whatever they kind of disguise it as, and it looks more like an actual unique character that yeah. could live in a How to Train Your... Sorry. Street Crew Life of Pets uh, movie, yeah. uh, but is mapped to your movements. Yeah, you want more Secret Life of Pets, less cats. Yes, ideally, yes. Yeah. I do not want to see a cat's version of myself. <laughs> I didn't even want to look at a cat's version of Taylor Swift after a little while, which, you know, if they can't, if Taylor Swift can't pull off the sexy cat, what hope do I have, Josh? <laughs> Absolutely none, yeah, that's Bob, how much. Bob, Bob. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, I I don't know. I I the jury's out for me on this, but I'm curious to see what form this mapping technology takes. If I'm if I'm not giving them enough credit with my snide Instagram remarks, yeah. or whether it will actually be something more uh, impressive. If the know. kids like it, what do I? Who care? cares about the kids, Josh? Everything needs to be for me. Oh uh, yeah, everything so. needs to be for me. I like theme parks more. I, I'm a serious theme park person, Josh. I do a podcast. I forgot it's 2020 and everything has to be about you. I know. Anyway, the Secret Life of Pets off the leash. It's going to be in a uh, new building on the site, the former Globe Theatre on Universal's Upper Lot. Renaming the former Baker Street to Pets Place because it'll be a place where there are pets. The Globe Theatre, that's Shakespeare's theatre, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Technically, yes. So, um, So, yeah. Spring, spring for that at Universal Studios Hollywood. Spring twenty twenty. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's coming soon. There's yeah. been some work done there, right? Because they got Jurassic World last year. Yeah. Uh, Secret Life of Pets this year. They're getting Nintendo next year. Yeah. Always updating so, the tram tour. Do you think? There's a lot going on at yeah. Universal Studios Hollywood. I, I, I would like. Tram tour. I would like to go. Yeah. At some point I in do the that future, tram the tram tour sounds mad. Yeah, but is Jeremy Irons on it? Because mm. if he's not, I'm not interested. Yeah. And that French lady. I demand Jeremy Irons from all of my tram tours at this yeah. point. I just and the French lady too. And, and the French lady who I didn't know. Yeah. Yes. Just to like counter him, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I wouldn't want him to run the show. Get no. Too big for his boots. Yeah. He needs someone to, you know, counter him. I would say. Yeah. It needs to be balanced. <laughs> anyway, I think that's just about it. Yeah. How to Train Your Dragon: The Secret Life of Pets. Nintendo confirmed for Orlando. What more could you want? What more could you want? I know what more you could want. You could want to send us an email. Well. Podcast at parkrush.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at Twitter. We're at Instagram and Twitter at parkrushpodcast. And you can find us at parkrush.com. Yeah. Or on your preferred podcasting app. Yeah. I think that's going to do it, Josh. I think it Until will. next week, where we're going to be back on our Thing Park video game review hype. And that may well be the case the week after that as well. Yeah. So until then, take it easy. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>